Will you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, Lord, we thank you for the ways that you have spoken to us even through this worship service today. Now as your word has been read and as it is proclaimed, we await a word from you. Please use my words or speak in spite of my words. But God, we await a word from you today. And may the words of my mouth and may the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Well, this is kind of a different Easter, right? I can honestly say I have never had an Easter quite like this one. Um, when I look out at what is normally a packed sanctuary, um, and, you know, it's pretty full, but it's pretty full of, you know, virtual people. <laughs> all, a lot of pictures are out there, um, and I do appreciate that. Um, and knowing uh, that you are there with us, um, even as you're not physically present, it is really different. In some ways, though, I think it's probably a lot more like the first Christmas, the first Easter was. Um, so long ago, people were isolated then. They were uh, set apart. They were off and hiding. They were fearful. Um, and, and things were locked. Before Easter, the tomb had been sealed. The disciples were behind locked doors. Certainly, any church would have been empty. And yet, you can't stop Easter from coming. Not with an empty church, not with a sealed door, not with fear. Nothing can stop Easter because it is God's power of resurrection. And so as we look at this Easter story that Leanne read from the Gospel of Matthew, there are three statements in there that I really want to highlight that the angels told to the women and then that Jesus repeated to the women. And they're words, I think, that we also need to hear today. Do not be afraid. Come and see and go and tell. One thing I noticed right away about that phrase, do not be afraid, it was for the women. Because you see, it was not a message for the guards. Because the guards, they needed to be afraid. They needed to be very afraid. They had been placed there in order to keep a theft of the body from happening. But they were totally and completely ill-prepared to keep the actual resurrection from happening. As a matter of fact, in the verses following the ones that we read this morning, they went to the chief priests, they told them what had happened, and they were told and paid to lie, to say that they had fallen asleep and that the body had been stolen by the disciples and that the resurrection didn't happen. But yet, just as they had been powerless to stop the real resurrection from occurring, they were powerless to stand in the way of the results of the resurrection. 
Yes, those who want to oppose the power and the purposes of God need indeed to be afraid, to be very afraid, for God will accomplish what God sets out to accomplish. But the message for the women from the angel and then from the resurrected Jesus was first of all, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to believe the unbelievable. Do not be afraid that the very course of history has been forever altered. Do not be afraid of the future. Do not even be afraid of death, for Jesus has conquered death. As a matter of fact, one of the strongest proofs of the resurrection was the transforming power that it had on Jesus' disciples from a group that had just days before been marked by fear, fear of the soldiers in the garden and when they all scattered, fear after Jesus' death that they would be the next targets and so they were off hiding together in a room to a group that was marked by power beyond themselves that compelled them to tell everyone that they could that Jesus had been raised and to refuse to alter that story in any way, even at the expense of their own lives. Easter changed everything for the disciples. We also need to hear, do not be afraid, not even of the power of illness or school and work interruption or economic woes or physical distancing or even death. None of those are more powerful than the resurrection power of God. Friends, we will rise from this time. Easter changes everything for us. The next words after do not be afraid were come and see. The angel invited the women to come to the tomb, to come and see the place where Jesus had been laid. Come and see the empty grave cloths. Come closer, come and see and experience the risen Christ. Come and see. Think for just a moment with me, why was the stone rolled away? Did Jesus need it to be rolled away in order for him to leave the grave? No, of course not. The guards, the women, the disciples we need the stone rolled away so that we can come and see in the same way that later on Thomas would be invited to look and see the marks on Jesus' hands and his side. The stone was rolled away to help us believe the unbelievable. The stone was rolled away as an invitation to us to let the scales fall from our eyes 
and behold, that the grave is empty. Come and see that this is no illusion, that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is a real and historical event. Without the reality of the resurrection, friends, we would just be simply going through the motions of Christianity. It'd be just an exercise in futility. Without the reality of the resurrection, we would just be giving lip service to a faith that is nothing but a sham. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 in verses 17 and in verses 19, in the midst of this big theological argument that he was making about the resurrection of the dead, Paul writes, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. If for this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But when we begin to grasp the reality of the resurrection, we begin to understand that there is nothing that is greater than the power of God. There is nothing on earth or in heaven that can separate God from us if death can't even do that. Easter changed everything for the women as they were invited to come and see. Easter changed everything for Paul um, as he, much later than them, but just as convincingly on the road to Damascus, came to see and to believe in the resurrected Christ. Easter changes everything for us as we respond to Christ's invitation to come and see for ourselves what a heart changed by Jesus looks like. What a world touched by the reality of resurrection power looks like. Finally, the words from the angel and then from the risen Jesus said to the women, go and tell. Tell his disciples that he has been raised from the dead. Tell um, the news of the resurrection this news was not something that the women were simply to keep to themselves. They were not simply to acknowledge that, yes, Jesus had been raised and then keep their little secret and go on about their lives as if nothing had happened. No, tell it, go, quickly. This would be the same instruction that the resurrected Jesus would give to the disciples when he met them in Galilee on the mountain. We know those words as the Great Commission. Go and make disciples. Go. Easter changed everything about the purpose and the calling of those who would call themselves followers of Jesus. Their life was now to be marked by an urgency to help others to come to know about and to believe in the risen Christ the one to whom all authority on heaven and on earth had been granted. Like the women, like the disciples, when we encounter the risen Christ, it's not our own special little secret. We don't say, great, 
I've got my own affairs all in order. Let me just get on with my life. No, that's not it. When we encounter the living Christ who meets us in our fear and in our own uncertainty, who knows our shortcomings and accepts us anyway, we are told, as the women were told, do not be afraid. Come and see. Then go and tell. The news is too fantastic, too incredible to keep to ourselves. One, I think, of the gifts of, of the inability of the church to gather in the sanctuary is that we have found new ways to go and tell. I, I hope that you and I hope that I hang on to this wonderful empowerment we've discovered in the church to go and tell, to engage in ministry outside the church through acts of compassion and healing, even when that day comes when we are once again able to gather together. So yes, we're celebrating Easter differently this year. This year, more than most, perhaps, we need the resurrection power of God that is stronger than the very gates of hell. Christ the Lord is risen today. Truly, he lives, and because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, we are given new life. New life to live right now, and forevermore. Do not be afraid. Come and see. Go and tell. Praise be to God. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, this morning imprint these words of the angel and of you on our very hearts. Help us to hear your words to us today. Do not be afraid. Come and see and go and tell. In Christ's name, amen.